Welcome back to Tulsa Time with Bishop Conradula. I'm Adam Minahan, your host. Be sure to like and subscribe to our podcast. It's also on YouTube, the Diocese of Tulsa YouTube page. Uh, we've been talking about the Eucharist, and I thought it'd be a good idea to, to kind of... Last week we were talking about preparing ourselves for Mass, um, especially externally, like, you know, making sure being intentional before Sunday morning. That also helps. <laughs> in, in my household, intentionally preparing before uh, Sunday at 7 a.m. yields better results than, than scrambling, trying to make sure that everybody has their shoes on, that everybody... I, I distinctly remember the first Christmas when one of my married siblings, the, the first one of them that had a child, came home for Christmas with the baby. Mm -hmm. And the difference between how they used to just saunter in the two of them and now it takes them three trips to saunter in with all the stuff. Yes, uh, Lionel Richie was not thinking about uh, Catholic families when he said, easy like Sunday morning. I'll tell you that much. <laughs> um, but so maybe, maybe so what we could talk about is being intentional throughout the week uh, and throughout the month, preparing yeah. for uh, the, uh, the Eucharistic. I, I spoke of this one time in a talk somewhere, uh, talking about, a Eucharistic lifestyle. And so I think I was using the image of Catholics who live their life in two moments, only two moments. For Catholics, life is divided into only two moments. There's the hour or hour and a half when we're at Mass, and then there's the rest of our life when we're preparing to go to Mass. And if you think about it that way, it helps to orient what we're doing when we're not at Mass. What are the last words of Mass? Ite misa est, the Mass is ended, uh, go. We, we hear that all the time, the Mass is ended, go in peace. Well, that's not a, the Mass is ended, go and don't worry about this till next Sunday, forget all about it till next Sunday. Uh, when you watch what happens in the parking lot, sometimes you think that, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> But that is funny. That's another funny thing. Yeah. Um, and then we also don't say, thank the speed of God. We said, thank speed of God. <laughs> <laughs> and so, but, but when we're at Mass, we're present to the central worship of God in heaven and earth. Mm -hmm. And so, obviously, we're striving to fill our mind with the beauty of what's happening there in front of us in the most ordinary of ways. Mm -hmm. um, and then when we leave Mass, we're leaving Mass so that we can take what we have received, the grace that we have received, the strength that we have received, the instruction for living life that we have received, that we can take what we have received out into the rest of the world and into the rest of our life. The priest is going to largely be staying around the parish the, throughout that week. He has meetings, appointments, classes, catechism, whatever all the things are. But his parishioners are going to go in hundreds of different directions. They're going to meet thousands upon thousands of people all week long. Mm -hmm. So look who has the, the opportunity to impact more people with what just happened in that Mass. The priest or his parishioners, well obviously it's the parishioners, mm -hmm. they're the ones who are charged now equipped, fed, able, ready to go into the rest of the world and change the world because of what has happened at the Mass. And they're doing all of that with a trajectory, and this is, this is what should be operating in our minds, 
I'm leaving the Mass. In heaven, this will be all I do, the Mass. In other words, heaven is the presence and the worship of God. In heaven, this is all I'm going to be about is worshiping God. But now I'm leaving the Mass, and I'm doing so looking forward to the next time I come back to the Mass. I'm coming back around to the Mass. When is that going to be? It might be tomorrow. Many people go to Mass every day, or as often as they can even during the week. Or it might be, we, we know for sure, it's not till next Sunday. Whichever it is, when is the next time that I can go back to Mass? You see how the, the difference in, in it would make in our life the way our attitude is. If I'm leaving Mass saying, thank goodness uh, the speed of thank, God, yeah. Thanks, <laughs> thank the speed of God, um, and I don't need to come back till next Sunday, that's going to have one effect on us. If I'm leaving Mass with the idea that, wow, when do I get to come back? Uh, we talk about holy days of obligation. No, that's why we call them holy days of opportunity. When do I get to go again? When do I get to come back to Mass? That will make a huge difference in how I live my life. Um, we talk about, uh, you know, children uh, beginning after Thanksgiving, let's say, start to be more concerned about what does Santa see? How am I doing? What is Santa thinking about me? Am I on his naughty nice list? And it starts affecting the way they try to live. Somewhat similar for us. We're leaving Mass. We're looking forward to the next time we come. Therefore, we don't want to do anything that would prevent us from being able to receive the Lord the next time we go back to Mass. So we're striving to live a life filled with grace. We talk about um, the, the Catholic word that we use as being in the state of grace. Mm -hmm. That simply means being in God's friendship, being in a living, personal, robust, intimate relationship with God in which I fear most doing something that would offend him, not because he's looking at me and going to uh, judge me or something, but because I love him. Right. He just fed me with his body and blood. He fed my family. I want to stay in his grace because I love him. Now, however, we are human. We do live in a fallen state and in a fallen world. What if I don't? What if I do fall into sin? Then that's why the sacrament of reconciliation and the sacrament of the Eucharist are so intimately tied together. Uh, why you often find confessions being available right before Mass or even all the way during Mass. Um, is precisely because we are weak and a sinful people, and sometimes we do fall into sin out of ignorance, out of uh, forgetfulness, out of even spite or ill will. And if we fall into very serious sin, then we need to confess that sin and be absolved of that sin before we receive the Eucharist again. Not before we go to Mass again. That's a huge a mistake for us to think. We want to make sure that we're not in, in that kind of error. We should go to Mass at least every week. Mm -hmm. Whether we can receive communion or not, we should go to Mass at least every week. One of the things that we emphasized more and a lot more people uh, 
learned about during the pandemic was this idea of making a spiritual communion, which is, again, it's a prayer between two people, God and me. Mm-hmm. And I'm saying to God, I'm coming to Mass because I love you and because here I can be present to the saving act of Christ, but I can't receive you now for whatever the reason. Either I can't go to Mass, I'm watching it on TV, or because I've committed some serious sin and I haven't been able to uh, go to confession and be absolved, whatever it is. Uh, Maybe I'm in an irregular marriage and I'm working with the tribunal, but my marriage has not been validated in the church yet, uh, whatever the reasons are. And so I can't receive now, but I wish to receive you. And I look forward to the day that I can receive you. Uh, But for the average Catholic, in between Mass, if we fall into sin, then we go to confession. Uh, we look for the times in the parish bulletin or online. You can look it all up online. Find a church near you that has confession available at a time that you can go. And then go and express your sins in very humble and simple ways to the priest that's there, who also is a sinner, who knows what it is to fall into sin so that you can be absolved. The mercy of Christ is available to us there in the confessional. Yeah, some of the inside baseball lingo, Catholic baseball lingo that we have is uh, mortal sin and venial sin. You were saying earlier, like if we're serious sin. Um, Saint think, Paul- think, think of, uh, I used to use this image with the college students. If I'm standing on a street corner and I'm looking down the street and I want to cross the street and there's a bicycle coming towards me and I think to myself, if I step out in front of that bicycle and it hits me, it's going to hurt. But I might do it because it's only going to hurt. But if I look down the street and I see a cement mixer coming at me and I think to myself, if I step out in front of that cement mixer, it's going to kill me. Well, then I shouldn't step out in front of it because definitely it's going to kill me. So that's a way of understanding this distinction that is important between venial sin and mortal sin. Venial sin hurts a friendship that I have with God. Mortal sin breaks it. Until I repair it, mortal sin breaks it. Not from God's side, but from mine. I do something that cuts me off from His grace and I need to repair that break that I have caused. And God's ready, open arms with his Always. mercy. There's no such thing as an unforgivable sin. Uh, there are people who think, I used to run into this when I was doing post-abortion healing retreats, uh, people who think that abortion or murder or something like that is an unforgivable sin. There's no such thing as an unforgivable sin. The only sin that can't be forgiven is one that's not confessed. Yeah. If I don't admit that I have sin, if I won't admit that something is sin that God has has revealed to me that is sin, then how can he forgive? I haven't confessed. Yeah. So, so c- confession and the Eucharist play uh, are obviously intertwined. It's almost inseparable, right? Mm-hmm. They're connected to each other. The one feeds us, puts God's life, continues God's life in us. The other restores it when we lose it from our side. Yeah. All right. Well, this is uh, Pills of Time with Bishop Condola. I'm Adam Minahan. Tune in next week as we continue. We're going to talk about adoration next week. You're not going to want to miss it.